2: We're changing things up a little bit this week on We Stand Together. Lauren can't be here today. She's working as an au pair for Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner-Smith during their tour of Branson, Missouri. So cool. Uh, So rather than, you know, the games and the theses, I'm actually getting the opportunity to interview two performers that I'm huge fan of so first we have 21 time oscar nominee
0: meryl streep mm, hello I-, I wouldn't have agreed to do this podcast if i if i knew lauren brickman wasn't going to be here
2: understandable and secondly we have one-time tgi friday's spokesperson guy fieri thanks
3: caitlin huge stan stan
2: okay so you both are in an exciting new movie together gremlins three sophie's choice to go to flavor town i got an advanced screener and i gotta say it's so funny
0: oh thank you non Lauren. i had never done a christmas film i i really wanted to tackle a a character who is you know celebrating christmas Uh, what would that mean to a modern woman to a mother to a feminist
2: totally and guy this is your first film I'd seen movies before, and this is my first one I've been in. It was an honor to work with Meryl, and also, the Gremlins. Right. So this is the third installment in the Gremlins franchise. Finally. Finally. I agree. I also agree. Okay. So, these are new characters, though. Merrill, tell us about your character, Lady Duchess Vanderbeek.
0: Nothing would make me happier. Um Yes, so she comes from an ancient line of gremlin hunters?
2: Yes, gremlin hunters are a new part of the franchise.
0: Exactly. She's sort of an Indiana Jones meets Maggie Smith, and she's haunted.
2: And Guy, you took on the role of Gizmo's human son. Yeah, that was, what was that like? Uh, that, that, that was, sorry, Caitlin. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you out. I just got so excited. That was pretty cool because I grew up loving Gizmo, and I always related to him because I'm not supposed to be fed after midnight either. <laughs> uh, so I play his human son, uh, who, which was an honor, right up there with my cameo on The Impractical Jokers. Very cool. And I read that this is the first time you've actually worked together. We've been friends for decades, and we always wanted to work together, but she was an actor and I'm a chef. So it didn't make sense.
0: So finally, I was like, well, if they let Clint Eastwood do movies, why not Guy?
2: <laughs> Truly. Now, did you have any advice for Guy in his
0: first film? <laughs> I-, I said, J- just watch Power Book 2, Ghosts, and study Lauren Rickman's work as Dana Patterson, the attorney.
2: Wow. And again, I am so sorry that she is not Branson.
0: What's Branson?
2: Oh, it's it's a sort of kitschy tourist town in Missouri. What's Missouri? Uh, Missouri's one of the states. There's a lot of drive-ins, diners and dives there. Oh, like your show. What? Nothing. Now, spoiler alert, in this version of the tale, the gremlins are also Santa's elves. That's complicated.
0: It is. It's complicated. That the gremlins are Santa's elves, but we feel that the that that, that represents the moral ambiguity of of the modern world.
2: Plus Snow is wet. So, you know, gremlins, water, pretty spicy. Totally. Well, we stand you both in the new film, again, it's called Gremlins 3. Sophie's choice to go to Flavortown. I still don't understand why it's called that, but it's in theaters nationwide and on the Geico app. Thanks for being here.
0: Can I have Lauren Brickman's phone number?
2: Yeah, Merrill, I'll text you right away.
1: My God, Caitlin, did that really happen? How did you get Meryl Street? Welcome to the
2: second annual We Stand Christmas
1: Variety Show. Uh, we've asked some of our favorite former guests and friends of the show to create some original holiday content for you, our stand stands.
2: So sit back and enjoy some Christmas songs, some bits, some otherwise insane content from the We Stand family.
1: Because nothing says stand like Christmas. Or... Our first piece from the incredible Ellen Hahn, presenting A Nightmare Before Hallmark Christmas.
4: I'm so happy to be back in our hometown for Christmas. It's nice to see you, Lisa. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, our hometown is actually pretty nice. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I live here. It's not the big city. No, it's Springfield. I'm looking forward to spending Christmas rescuing my dad's bakery, which only I can do because I am a smart business lady. Oh, cool. Are you in the restaurant industry now? Or- I'm in business. Well, I actually own the diner on the corner, so if you want any help or any advice, I'm happy to thanks, Kelly. But I'm a very confident business lady. Carrie. I didn't know you owned the diner on the corner, Mary. It's Carrie, you know my name. We've been friends since kindergarten. Badass boss bitches since kindergarten. Um, you're a badass boss bitch in Springfield, and I'm a badass boss bitch in the big city, which actually counts just a little bit more. Cool. There are many things I love about living in the big city, like my fiancé, Rick. Rick is rich, handsome, but he hates Christmas. Oh, uh, that sucks. Is he a good person? No, I'm engaged to him because he's rich. That's not a good reason to get married to someone. (laughs) You're my funniest friend. What do you know? You're single. No, I'm not. You were my maid of honor. Okay, even though we're badass boss bitches, can we goss for a hot sec? I love to goss. Uh, yeah, there's nothing in the badass boss bitch handbook that says we can't goss. Yesterday, I ran into Luke. Remember Luke from high school? Yeah, he owns the hardware store. He's my... He owns the hardware store, and he is hot. Very hot. Can you believe men are hot here? Yes, Luke is my husband. (laughs) You're so funny. That's funny because I'm dumping my fiancé, Rick, to marry Luke. What? Ah, uh, you crack me up, Jerry. I love coming back to my hometown and reconnecting with my funny friends. What did you say about marrying Luke? We're madly in love and made for each other. So, I've made a big decision to abandon my life in the big city and marry him. Uh-huh. And is this before or after you rescue the bakery? Love comes first, Melanie. Okay, I'm sorry you can't marry Luke because I am married to him. And frankly, it doesn't even sound like you've actually talked to him about marrying him, so... Wow, you're not being a very supportive friend, Mary. Women support women. Can I sell my dad's pastries in your diner? Absolutely not. (laughs) You're so funny, Kelly Belly. Please go back to the big city. Literally none of us want you here. <laughs> That's hysterical because my Christmas present to you is. I'm moving back! Merry Christmas, Betty! God damn it.
5: Hi, Lauren. Hi, Caitlin. I'm coming to you from the other side of Mistakenly Wandering Backstage and Company, where I saw Patty, the. LaPone in her street clothes a wig cap. So that's to say I stared directly into the sun and am now blind like Betty Davis in Dark Victory. I wanted to take this opportunity, this chance, really this call to action from you all to share what I'm going to be watching this holiday season. First up, I'm going to log into Hulu and watch season four, episode 12 of Will and Grace. Now, this is not a good episode of Will and Grace. It's not even a good holiday episode. That distinction goes to that Thanksgiving one where they travel around. You know what I'm talking about? But this episode is enough to get me into the holiday season, and that means looking up celebrity fuse while I lay up under several blankets. What happened to Megan Mullally and Deborah Messing? Has Victoria Beckham spoken to any other Spice Girls this holiday season? Why do I hate Jeremy Renner? These questions will be asked, but probably unanswered. Moving on, to me, the holidays are meant to be a nice mixture of joy and sadness, and nothing brings me more joy and sadness than the death of Derek Christopher Shepherd. So yes, I will be watching the season 11 episodes that got Patrick Dempsey off our screens, a joy, and the last time we saw Ellen Pompeo attempt to act, sadness. Most likely, I am then going to slide over to YouTube and watch old Oprah Winfrey clips. I'll watch her yell at James Fry. I'll watch any clip of her interacting with Whoopi Goldberg because I was born nosy and love drama. But most of all, I'm going to watch her dance with Tina Turner. There was one episode where Tina Turner like surprises her for a birthday. John Travolta's there, and then Oprah dances. And if you think Oprah like trying to mouth songs as bad, which she does in this video also, you should see her attempt to dance with Tina Turner. It is mm, Christmas joy. It's better than a snickerdoodle. And last but not least, I'll close out the holiday season by spending my post-Christmas hangover and early New Year's Eve drunkenness watching two canonically holiday films. Mike Nichols closer because what puts you more in the end-of-year season than four white people acting up, Julia Roberts screaming that line, I'm not going to say it, but you know the one, and me being turned on by Clive Owen. And lastly, I'm going to watch Phantom Thread as we slide right into the hell of 2022, because in this house, we exalt the work of Daniel Day-Lewis. Happy holidays.
1: Wow, 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 wow. Chris Lewis, a national treasure, a true delight, and... You know what? I have to add, we did finally meet our friend Chris Lewis in person, like face to face for the first time. Even more handsome in person than I could have guessed. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if you love his dulcet tones, (laughs) check out his podcast Shortcomings, co-hosted with Sam Bush. It's all about sex in the city. Couldn't be more relevant.
1: Could not be more relevant. And, you know, just like that, our next piece is up and ready to go. A beautiful testament to the holiday season and what it means to be a stan please enjoy a docu-series christmas by the one and only rodney brazil
6: twas the night before christmas when all through the lane not a creature was sketching not even Gillane. the sashes were hung by the mantle with care in hopes that keith ranieri content soon would be there The people were nestled all snug in their beds while streamings of docu-shows danced in their heads. And I in my blanket with two bags of snacks and my co-workers login for HBO Max. When on my TV there arose such a graphic, I put down my phone so to try and unpack it. A groundbreaking series, the subhead proclaimed. Binge worthy mass suicide, the name of its game. Heaven's Gate, Cult of Cults, had missed all my radars. I'd been glued to The Vow and its ripoff on stars. With only four eps, the show quickly concluded. So I switched then to Prime to see what was included. Justin Bieber, Our World, No. How China Got Rich. Who uploaded these hack jobs, some dropout from Tish? I should see what's on Netflix. They'll greenlight a good pitch. Oh wait, just a second. What's this, Lula Rich? A pyramid scheme with a leggings component. It's not quite a cult, but will do for the moment. The shows on Peacock keep me out of the snow. Dr. Death, John Wayne Gacy, Ghislaine Epstein's shadow. Does ultimate girl's trip count as documentary? Sure, it's labelled Real Housewives, but they reference TV. My Roku lost power, but the reboot was quick. I knew in a moment I must try Netflix. More rapid than Eagles, the doc shows they came. And I whistled and shouted and saved them by name. Now Keepers, now Bikram, now Brittany V Spears. On Tiger, on Wormwood, got murder for years. To the top of the staircase, to the Voyeur Hotel, I'll stream unsolved mysteries till I see you in hell. I called it a night with some sleepy time tea, melatonin eye drops, and some NyQuil Just Z. But I put it on Insta, for I took off my socks. Happy Christmas to all, and tomorrow, more Docs.
1: Stand stands. the time has come. We Stand Together is back live on stage with a whole new show full of games, quizzes, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City references,
2: and so much more. That's right. Wednesday, January 26th at 9.30 p.m.,
1: we're going to be live at Caveat on Clinton Street in the Lower East Side of New York City. So go to caveat.nyc to buy tickets for the live show. Or if you're not in New York City, you can still join us by buying a ticket to the live stream. Ooh, There's going to be beer, wine, laughs. Lauren will probably try to join a
2: thruple with Joshua Jackson and Jodie Turner-Smith. Probably. I can guarantee it.
1: So we'll catch you there on January 26th, Stan Stans.
6: Hey
3: there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it.
7: I think I owe someone a little apology for being kind of naughty this year. I am nothing. You are wind and devil and God's Santa, Take my blood and my body for your love. Let me feel fire, let me drink poison, tell me to tear my heart in two, if that's what you want me to do. I am unworthy of your love, Santa, Santa, I have done nothing for your love. can turn your love to
1: Dear Santa, I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. Last year, I told you all I wanted for Christmas was or Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner Smith content in my life, and you really delivered. New series from both of them, check. Lots of hot social media posts, check. A joint ad campaign for the holiday season, check and double check. I'm not sure if it was you that put the idea into Caitlin's head, but the fact that she had one of their ads printed onto canvas for my birthday—truly beautiful now as happy as i was with the turner smith jackson content i have to say there have been some content lows i mean what's going on with him just like that and could you please possibly explain to me why you've allowed the masked singer to become so stale also why was that brooke shields christmas movie on netflix so boring she deserved more we all deserved more Look, I know you have your hands full, especially this time of year, and I know I should focus on what I have and not focus on what I don't have, like another season of Kim's Convenience to look forward to, but, but I'm hopeful and I'm thankful, and for Christmas, I'm just asking that in 2022, we have an even bigger and better year of content, that you help get me that Niall Horan concert in New York City, a new album from him and from Harry as well, and could you see what could be done about a 1D reunion? Look, I know. I know I've been talking about this nonstop, and I did just write a fanfiction about James Corden doing the job for our fanfiction episode, but look, it's really important, okay? And while you're at it, can you make sure that Caitlin and I get staffed on the Drew Barrymore show? I really think she needs us on that writing staff, and I know we need her. Thank you, Santa. I don't know if you hear that enough, especially for all the work you do behind the scenes in Hollywood. They're one of the good ones. Doors and Stan
8: um hello so i have recently become a huge bts stan um i am fully in the stand-up obsessed with all of them and i don't know if you know this but um bts has a lot of remixes of their songs where they just take the song and then they um kind of do something to it to make it a certain remix so for the holidays they have special um holiday remixes where they just take their songs like dynamite and butter and they put jingle bells in the background and it becomes a christmas song even though it's not really a christmas song it becomes a christmas song because they put jingle bells in it anyways that inspired me Um, Because of my love for BTS and their holiday songs, I thought it would be a great idea to come up with some Hallmark movie inspired uh, film ideas starring BTS and me. So this one starts off with BTS in LA and they can't seem to get a flight home to Korea for the holidays. So they decide to stay in LA at a hotel that... I am working at and I am the activities coordinator and they're all sad that they can't be home for the holidays so I try to make it up to them by each taking them on an excursion or like a day trip to try to fulfill some of their um, favorite holiday traditions. So for instance one of them probably likes to eat food. So we go on a food tour of LA and step out of the cool holiday food places. And then another one really likes theme parks, so then we go to Disneyland for the day. And then slowly over time because I've shown them how to celebrate the holidays abroad, they all fall in love with me and then at the end of the movie they put on a musical performance in one of the ballrooms of the hotel. So that's one idea. And then another idea I have is okay, so I am a I'm a tough business lady who doesn't celebrate Christmas anymore because of some backstory about my family or something like that anyway so um i go to uh, us i am a um a music reporter and i get uh i can um do an interview with bts and it's really hard to get an interview with bts because they're so busy but they're not busy during the holidays so they will um grant me one interview but it has to be an in-person interview so i have to travel all the way to korea for the holidays and since i'm the only person who's willing to travel during the holidays because i don't have family that I celebrate with, I make the journey over there. But as I'm over there, I slowly um you know I start to realize that like I'm alone for the holidays. That's when BTS they 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 take me in and they help me celebrate the holidays and they show me the true meaning of Christmas along the way. And then it ends with a nice um music performance of a BTS um singing a holiday song to get me into the Christmas mood. So my third idea this one is I'm a music producer um, and I end up in the North Pole for some reason. And so I'm in the North Pole and I meet a bunch of elves and um, I meet seven elves and they're played by BTS. And um, and these elves are all I've discovered that they're all very musically talented. And I'm like, you guys should be a band. And they're like, OK, so um, but then we also find out that there is a competition a music competition before christmas and the elves that win get to ride in santa sleigh on christmas eve and so we're, i'm like hey I'm a music producer. You guys are really musically talented. I think that you guys should be a band. So we form a band but then um, there's some tension in the band because they're all falling in love with me um, but but then we we all work it out and then they perform at the concert and they win and then they get to perform on Santa's sleigh on Christmas Eve and it is very similar to the music video for Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by Sync, but better because just isn't there and then the last one I think this one is really good so this one in this one I'm a famous actress right and I have a movie that comes out on Christmas but right now like my my press isn't doing well like I just got out of a really bad breakup and like I look bad and um so like my PR team has decided to put me in a PR relationship but um and they think that the best is someone from the music world so they um decide that i'm gonna be in a relationship with someone from bts but i get to pick which member of bts i get to be in a relationship with and so i have to get to know each of them so we go on little mini dates and we get to know each other but then they all start fighting over me and (laughs) I can't decide which one. Like, I like them all. And I can't, I can't pick which one I want to date. So then I just say, you know what, what, what we're doing here is really like, it's like messing with the band. And I don't want to do that to you guys because I really care. I've learned to care about you and I don't want to fake a relationship with you guys. Like I want it to be real. So I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. So I end up going to the, to the premiere alone and it's like a lot of bad press like everyone's like asking me why I'm not with any members of BTS because they all the paparazzi have spotted me out with dates and they think that I'm just like a home wrecker who's like ruining the band or whatever and then they all surprise me on the red carpet and they serenade me and then it, it all ends with a musical performance and we all decide that we're all just gonna be together as like one big happy family um and that's how it ends and then my movie um gets me an oscar okay thank you
2: the one and only Rachel Chapman.
1: Yeah, Check out her podcast. They are literally all over the internet. I, I would run out of steam if I tried to list off all of the incredible content that she's putting out all the time. But you know her. You love her. And Rachel, from the bottom of my heart, may you and whichever member of BTS you pick live happily ever after.
2: Absolutely. Rachel is... Rachel's podcasts are as ubiquitous mm-hmm. as the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And we just want to thank all of our sandstands
1: for spending a small part of your holiday season with us. And not just the holidays, but for those of you who've been with us from the beginning, we've been having so much fun. And so from all of us here at We Stand Together, uh, thank you. And before we head out to enjoy some nog and nosh, we wanted to give you a real gift. Uh, and that's the gift of song. And this is a song that is sure to become a holiday favorite from one of our year round favorites. Absolutely. Please enjoy this song by Doug Whiteick,
2: who stands a stan. (laughs) Lee?
3: Happy holidays, everybody. I hope you're having lots of fish by the fireside. Have yourself a Stanley to Christmas. Let your arms be tied. For a vodka double for your wife tonight. His films have been amazing, and we're craving more. Eating pasta on his latest TV tour. All his films have the. Factor, character, actor, and more. Blue hair, quaffed in the Hunger Games with signature frames. sexy but not like Gosling a very confident uncle if that is your thing so have yourself a Stanley to cheat